Back in the closet. Back in the closet again. Yeah. You know, my friend, <clears throat> you have had a lot of scrapes and ups and downs and bumps and bruises lately. Thank How you. How are you feeling? I'm I'm tired. Yeah. But I'm good. Like I feel good. Yeah, your uh, leg wounds are healing. Did we talk about that on the last talk? Okay. No. I don't know. There was a leashing. And you know when you're walking dogs and the dogs are on leashes, then they get really excited and then they start to play, and suddenly you find a leash wrapped around you and a big dog is pulling really hard and suddenly you realize... Yeah, you've been roped. You've been roped. Rope-a-dope. Yeah. It was like the Calgary Stampede... But I was the sheep. Yeah, the you were the one, the animal that was getting injured. Yeah. Um, two deep gashes on the back of your leg from where the rope went into your yeah. skin. Second degree burns. God, and it was bad looking. It was not pretty. But I want to say you really handled it well. Uh, you made that terrible incident acceptable for all of us, yeah. including the woman whose dog... Yeah. Did it. Yeah. Well, she was really upset, and yeah. I know what it's like to have the dog that nobody likes. Right. So I was like, it's okay. Yeah. I get it. And, and, and the thing that I took away from it was, hey, my dog didn't do that. Yeah. It was I, like, <laughs> this is what it's like to be on the other side. This is it. So I And d- so did you... So you were sensitive to that. Yeah. And so you didn't... Let's just say you didn't react in the way some people have reacted to your dog. No. I said to her, I release you from this. It was an accident. It's not your fault. And, um, but then I picked up her dog. Her dog is a giant cane corso bull mastiff thing. And I just lifted up his ear and I said, fuck you. Yeah. And that. he should know. That made me feel better. Oh, it turned into a yawn. Well, I want to thank you for helping me not be too depressed as I get, as I go back and forth with, with long COVID. Holla. And, uh, (laughs) and as I, as I get leashed and as I get this and that, thank you for, you know, treating my wounds literally and figuratively and the other one. I think you covered them both. Oh, shoot. Literally, figuratively metaphorically there we are okay all right okay oh Oh, shoot it's our ride we decided to throw open the doors of the closet today and it's a cold rainy day in toronto it's not really cold but it's cool and uh so we're just letting the street sounds come in yeah so they be part of the podcast people who are in france can feel the streets of toronto yeah we know a lot of you listeners are listening from Paris. And so we wanted to give you an authentic West End Toronto sound. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. They, or, as we say in French, you're welcome. Rien. Oh. It took me a minute there. To, oh, I was to, like, as we say in France, you're welcome. Uh, we have been talking about that thing where you are newly single, or maybe you're you're single for a while, who knows, but you recognize how happy you are, how good it feels to prioritize yourself and give yourself self-care. And maybe if you've been in a long relationship, you know, you're turning your focus back on yourself. You're rediscovering a lot about yourself, right? And it feels so good. But then 
there's something there that wants to go, does somebody want me? Who, who can I flirt with? Like, no, yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. It's not about flirting, no. but it's about wanting to be in a relationship again. I, I, I think of it like this. I'm totally happy by myself. I feel awesome. Totally alone. I can. I only have to think about myself and what I'm gonna do. It's great. But does anyone like me? <laughs> yeah. It's like. Yeah. And the, if they like me, how can I keep those eyes on me? And how much do they like me? I'm not saying I would go, but I would go. But I would go. But I want. <laughs> yeah. Or you want the fantasy of what it's like? Yeah. Last night I was having a hard time sleeping. And so I tried to do that thing where, I, I don't know if anybody does it. I do that thing where as if it's a thing we all do. Yeah. But I just tried to create a little fantasy for myself of like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm alone. I feel so good. And I'm taking care of myself. And I'm like, I'm firing on all cylinders, but I'm at a club. And suddenly somebody's interested in me because they can feel how solid I am and into myself. And I'm really taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And they just want to siphon it all off. <laughs> like, what is that thing? Like, what am I actually hoping for? Is it sex? Not really. Because I'm not really that, I'm good in that area right now. I'm not really thinking about that too much more of a mental and emotional, yeah, yeah. like, flirtation that I'd be looking for. It's not about physicality. But why do I even want it? Because, it, like, I'm I'm not trying to just generalize here. But I have found that when I get into a relationship with anyone, even a friend sometimes, even friends, you lose a little bit of yourself somehow because you're compromising, right, with another person to... But when it comes to a relationship relationship, to keep that spark and to keep that love and that sexy thing flowing, I don't know how to do that without surrendering my self-care. My, my prioritizing myself. And I think that's really it. I don't want to prioritize somebody else. I want to keep the focus on me. So I couldn't do it last night. I was having a really hard time putting that fantasy together because it always felt like I was like, and at what point do I feel my, and that's where my power slips away. And then I well, feel my I, power slip I away. I think it's a puzzle. I think it's a quandary, a quindry, a, a a koala bear. Could be, yeah. I feel like what happens is we're taught from little girls, and I was saying this to you before, we're taught from little girls. From being little girls. It's not little girls who actually come teach us. No, they they have things to teach us, but but not about this. So um, I think what happens is we're taught our whole lives by everyone around us, media, parents, other kids, um, you are brave and powerful. You don't have to be just a princess. You can be a flight person. Oh, what's that called? Pilot? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can be a person who talks. Anyway, so. Do you mean a speaker? A speaker, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, so my point is. All these doors are open to you. Don't, it's not the 50s anymore. You can do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Except you really do have to couple. Like, I know that there's, but you do have to couple and you have to have kids. And yeah. if, if you don't, it's like, how come she didn't have kids? Or like, 
How come she's not with anybody? Oh, she's so great. Oh my God, Lisa is so great. How come she's single? Yeah, what's the what's the hidden problem? Oh my God, she is a catch. Oh God, guys are dumb or women are dumb or whatever. And it's like, but what if she chooses it? Like I have friends who have chosen to be single and then it's like, but really why was it because they couldn't? And what was interesting is we looked up online today. Mm-hmm. Happy and single. The fam- celebrities. Celebrities who are happy and single. And, you 17 know, celebrities who are happily single. And great ones. I really like them all. But guess what? All women. No men. All women. All men because men are eligible when they're single. They're eligible bachelors. Right. But women, you know what? They tried it and couldn't do it. Yeah. So they're they're happ- they're happily single now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've had relationships and they've decided no. And it's interesting because it's it's all in the way you look at it. I'm mm-hmm. uh when I tend to look at it like look at these smart women who figured out all they need is themselves, right? Yeah. Um But, but it could also be look at these women who haven't found the bargain yet who haven't uh, yeah i think it's like uh here's some women who couldn't made it make it work so they, they were cr- too much so they created yeah. a philosophy to rationalize being single what <laughs> 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 well, yeah and i'm sorry but this is like you know what i really love my body why because you couldn't lose weight yeah <laughs> Right. Is it because you just couldn't? accept it? <laughs> accept your body. But if there is something that works, try that. Please, please do, do lose weight. But yeah. I mean, if you can't, really love it. it. Love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, Second prize. So, so speaking of our our hidden correspondent Henry Lafoy, he said to me the other day, you know, it's all about love your body and everything. Except, like, what if I have a scar from a from I cut myself and I have a scar and I don't love it. I hate it. Is that okay? And I went, well, I mean, you could love it and say, hey, I learned a lot from that scar. And now I, and he was like, no, I don't like that scar. Isn't it okay to hate something on my body? And I was like, well, but you have to accept it. And he said, accepting it is not the same as loving it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. So am I accepting my body? Am I accepting my singledom? Or am I loving it? Loving it. it. Well, that's a really good question. I guess it's the, um, mm, I don't know, but I I would speculate that it's the quiet stuff you think about when no one's there, Mm -hmm. when, you know, it's late at night and you can't sleep and you're going through your itinerary of, What's good in my life? What am I grateful for? What What do I want to do tomorrow? Is there any part of you that feels like I'm missing something or mm-hmm. I need something to be happy? Whether it's, you know, it's it, it's an addiction of some kind, right? right like right, needing right. to fill a hole that isn't... To, to not being enough. Yeah. Which yeah. we talked about. Yeah. And which kind of brings me to that other thing that we talked about, which is... Um, I'm happy alone. Mm-hmm. I feel good. I have friends. I have my kid. I'm enjoying being alone. Yes, there's that feeling in the back like I should be with somebody. I don't really want to, but I should. And then, so I'm going to 
say, these are the things that I want to do. I'm going to make boundaries. Right. Right? And, but then am I closed? So what is the difference between a boundary and a wall? And a wall. Or a boundary and a rule. But I think actually a boundary and a wall. What's the difference? Well, and I was saying to you, I think walls can be temporary yes. to help you deal with trauma. I yeah. think you can put up a temporary, like, imagine a situation where you just have a bunch of traumatic things happen, one after the other, like, oh my God, there's like, this person died, this person died, this person died. First person who died was your mom, then a friend, then your dad, then, you know, like, sorry, this is a horrible s- scenario. But at some point, you may have to put up a wall there mm-hmm. so you can deal with one of those things. Like, I'm just going to wall off the people who are, you know. Too much. Too much or, like, get in, like really need to deal with that friend death mm-hmm. and are really, really dependent on me. Right. Need to involve me in their healing. I may need to wall it off because I have my mom's death, which supersedes all of that, and I need to deal with that first. I like that. So in order to process that trauma, I put up temporary walls, and then when I have gotten to a safe place, I may take down one of the okay, walls. Okay, I got a metaphor. Okay. Hold on. All right, yes, Shoshana Sperling. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Your so hand was up. I, rec- <laughs> I recently was roped by a dog. I heard about that, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the thing was, I just wanted to leave the bandages off because it it didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. But it felt terrible with them off. So I put the bandages on and I kept them on. And then slowly every day I let it have air, a little bit of air, a little bit of air, until I got a scab. Right. And then there's healing happening. That's a wall, right? So underneath that wall, there's healing happening. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's enough healing that I'm able to open it and be okay and not be fearful that something's going to infect that right. wound or get stuck to it or, or I'm not going to get roped or again. Or start it up again. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good metaphor. Thank you. I you just get an A plus <laughs> in metaphors. And for bringing it back around to what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, it's all... Now I can't cut it. <laughs> no, no, you got to leave that in there. Hmm. Um, I was thinking about just before we got on to the wall metaphor, which I really loved, I was thinking about the thing of that we were talking about, about dissociative behavior, because we've talked about dissociative behavior in the past. Mm -hmm. So going back to that thing of being, feeling like you really want time on your own. You really want it. You've just come out of a relationship. It was bad. You're read, or maybe it was good, but it ended. You're rediscovering yourself. You're reconnecting to your past. You're getting stronger. You're feeling more like your old self or you're feeling like your old self plus a million lessons mm-hmm. that just make you like super you. Mm-hmm. So you got this great new mentality and a great new, maybe you're working out and you feel like, you know, you're you're actually loving your body, whether you're working out or not, you're just loving your body. <laughs> and you feel so good, you want to see if anybody's looking, right? You just want to take it out. You want to put it up like it's an ad to see if anybody's like, yeah, you are great. You're doing great. Wow, what are you doing? Yeah, 10 likes, yeah. Right, 10 Mm -hmm. likes. And then why do these people like me? What do they like about me? And how can I keep that like happening? Dissociative behavior. It's like instantly turn the spotlight off yourself and on to what people think about yeah, it's your new like you. The approval has to come from outside or it's not valid. Yeah. And that's 
uh, everybody, we all have that problem, Mm -hmm. but it's also bullshit. Yeah, it's really hard to overcome. Because you'll never get enough thumbs up, likes, hearts. And they, if, you, if they're coming from you, they're all the time. It feels like, it also it feels like the end of all of those, uh, like all the self-help, all the um, podcasts that we listen to that are about improving mm-hmm. and getting better. It's the like, the quiet, it's the unspoken part, you know, that you'll attract someone to you who's just like you. You'll attract someone better. You'll attract someone who really recognizes your divine feminine. You'll attract your divine masculine or whatever it is, you know, like you will attract that person because you will finally be your true self. Well, all the way along my life, I'm my true self in that moment. I'm just learning lessons and becoming better me, super me, right? Mm -hmm. So then why do I want to give it away to somebody else again? Like... Why would I want to? Well, is there any song that they actually sing and it's like happy to be alone and it doesn't no. have a a qualifier? No. Like, no. How uh, about how about um I am woman, hear me roar. I stepped upon the floor. I don't think those are the words, but yes. Uh Helen Reddy. Yeah, yeah. that's a great song. And it was an anthem, right? Yeah. But even it was an anthem of the 70s and civil rights and women's rights. And like it was part of that time. But Helen Reddy was married and Gloria Steinem wound up getting married. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's There's nothing nothing, wrong with getting married. It's no judgment. It's just it seems to be the quiet part underneath, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Couple, 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 couple. Find your love. Find your love. Like, what if I'm my love? What if I'm, I'm actually really into myself. Nobody, what if I'm my love? because I believe you because I'm there, but nobody else believes you. They just think that's a rationalization. They just think they're not she, allowed on my island. She has to be in love with herself because nobody else is. Hmm. And it's hurtful. Like that really hurts me. I hope she meets somebody. Oh, yeah. It's so sad. I, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I went for a walk with a friend uh, a couple of months ago, and it was shortly after my breakup, and she was expressing sympathy, and she said, you're going to meet someone. You're great. You're going to meet someone. And I went, no, I'm not. She said, what do you mean? And I said, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to... I'm going to play this out because I've, truthfully, I've always wanted to have this time for myself, right? And I've always been in relationships. It's like it's that dissociative behavior, like get right back in, get right back in. He likes me, then I must like him, you know? Like, so I said to her, I'm not going to do that. And she said, I'm so jealous. (laughs) I'm so jealous. Really? Really? You mean that? And I said, oh, yeah. And she said... Oh, I wish I could do that. She's married with two kids. Okay, so the thing is, and this goes back to what I was saying before about the boundaries versus walls. I think mm-hmm. that our our words, and we've said it before, our words are power, right? Yeah. Words yeah. are power. So I don't think we can say, I'm never going to do this, I'm never going to do that, because I thought I was never going to be single. I thought I was, I thought I was, my marriage was never going to end. Mm -hmm. right and whether it's up to me or it's not 
never, you know what I mean? So then you feel like you failed your, um, yourself. Like I'm not impeccable with my word. I said it and then I failed. Whether it's yeah. my fault or not. But did I say fault? No. Okay. Whether it's my fault or not. Oh, <laughs> now it no, sounds like you did stupid. say fault. I, I have a TikTok account. Every time I say TikTok, I feel like it's <laughs> weird. I have a TikTok account. Yeah, fault. <laughs> fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I was Snapchatting with a friend. Oh, don't okay. anymore. Don't say it. <laughs> okay. You just say snap. I was, I was snapping. snapping with my friend, and we snapped back and forth okay, for hours. Okay, it still sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Stonks. Okay, so anyway, um, right now, I don't, that doesn't interest me. It doesn't interest me to be with somebody. Really? Are you sure it's just because nobody wants you? No, really. I really, Yeah. I really don't. I really am so into what I'm doing, and I don't, and... I don't want to share my time with somebody else. Maybe they have so much to offer, so I'm open. I would be open to it. Maybe they have um, such adventure and so much to teach me. I would love that communication with that person. Yeah. I don't know how to get over it. Like, I, I don't know how to get past it. I'm trying to call it out as much as I can. So the authentic self is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm, tr I'm trying to really keep my eye on dissociative behavior, mm. you know, like, and I've talked to you about it for a long time, about yeah. dissociative behavior and how I'm prone to it. Like, I'll know something's not good for me, and then I'll find an excuse to do it. Like, like last night I opened a bag of dark chocolate almonds at about 10 o'clock at night just started mindlessly and you, eating you them. actually said to me look deep into my eyes you said to me i'm sorry and, <laughs> and i put it down on the table it's like us. i don't really need this but i love that i have the ability to do it and to be perfectly honest there's a part of me that takes pleasure in doing that now because i know the only person that this impacts is me but I don't you're have, the most important I know, person. I know. But my taste buds are being rewarded. My okay. ass okay. is being okay. Here's penalized. Here's my, my guilty pleasure. I like not showering for days mm -hmm. because I'm the only one who would be grossed out by the smell of me. Yeah. And then when I shower, it's because I want to shower. It's because I'm ready. Yeah. It's not for anyone else. Well, that's a pandemic pleasure, too, you know? Right. Like, we're coming out of the pandemic, and showers are going to have to become more <laughs> But, like, normal. today you said to me, three workouts, no I did shower. three workouts yesterday. <laughs> uh, not three workouts yesterday. I went three workouts, and then yesterday I had a shower, and I felt like I was feeling sassy in the shower. Like, oh, it's, it's coming great. off. It's kind of great to get really ripe, get your pong on, yeah, and then go, um... It's up to me. I'm going to shower. This doesn't affect anyone. I don't care if it does. Stay away. Stay away if you don't like it. So I guess my thing is to be my authentic self. That's my question. I want to say I'm happy right now. No, actually, I really am. No, yeah. no, really, really. <laughs> like yeah. It always sounds like I'm faking it. It always sounds like I'm crossing the border and I'm trying to get across with like grapefruits. 
<laughs> like you're smuggling them up your butt. Yeah. yeah, and people are like, oh, you can't bring fruit across the border. And I'm like, I don't have. I don't. Honestly, don't check my vagina. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and when you are really happy, yeah, it's so fleeting, you know, like, or like, yeah, it's not fleeting. I'm happy a lot. I'm happy a lot now. But if, but it happens with, it's like life, right? It happens while you're making other plans. Like my happiness is here. And then I try to grab it and it's like, but uh, talking about my happiness reminds me I'm happy what else do I have to do today am I allowed to be happy is it okay is this like have I blocked off this time to be happy that's practice yeah and I think we're getting better at it Mm because we we worked a lot on this this year Mm -hmm. of like stopping and noticing oh I'm gonna take a breath like the whole stop and smell the flowers thing that's a real thing yeah it is. And I'll tell you, now after having COVID and I can't smell, I really miss stopping and yeah. smelling the flowers. You got to keep stopping and smelling the flowers because one day you're going to you're going to smell them. But I think it's that And that's I, hope. I, I think is it William Blake or I'm not I'm going to pretend I read a lot of poetry. Okay, yeah, it's William Blake. I'm going to pretend I do too. <laughs> okay, so that guy, WB, he said Blakey? Yeah. <laughs> He's got an achy, blakey heart. Anyway, he said, he wrote that. Mm-hmm. And he also said that um, he has this beautiful poem where he's just sitting in a coffee shop. And he has this newspaper and his coffee and he's watching people pass. And he said in that moment, it was the most happy he'd ever been. It was 20 minutes of just pure bliss. There was not a baby being born. There was not balloons. It was just him sitting there and mm-hmm. realizing this is bliss. And I thought, and now I have that in my head. Like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Like, acknowledge how beautiful this is. And that's all about gratitude. I think that just goes back to everything we always talk about. It's like, yeah, I, I have it. I can think of it, uh, that feeling specifically is when I am, I've just come out of water and I sit on my towel like hot ground or lie on a dock or lie by the pool or lie on grass, wherever. Like that feeling of going from one physical temperature physical temperature to another, like changing and feeling, yeah. you know, I feel so much bliss in that moment. That authentic feeling of all the feelings, right? the water on my body. The sun on my body, the texture of what I'm lying on. Like, it's just so, it's simple. So I think I would like to say, and these are like the small steps. I think in order to feel this stuff, we have to do it in little small steps. You can't just go, and now I'm going to feel like. So the small steps is like when you feel that, to say, even out loud to the person next to you or just to yourself, this feels great. This is I'm happy right now. I'm happy right now. This is happy. This is happy. This is what it feels like. That's good. I don't think we know. And when we start doing it all the time, we practice it and we realize, holy shit, I'm happy a lot. And it's simple. It's a lot more simple than you think it is. And even, and then you don't think in your head, but I'd be happier if I were skinny. Never. Or Or I'd I'd be happier if I was in a relationship, though. How would that make this experience of swimming? Yeah. And lying on hot ground after coming out of a cold no, pool, no. how would being in a relationship make that happier? It doesn't. No. It doesn't affect it. What makes me happy in a relationship, like when I think of all the good things that could come from a relationship, 
It's like someone to play with my hair, someone to make me a meal, someone to hand me a glass of water, someone to massage my jaw. Okay, you can do that. Mm-hmm. I have friends who can do that. I don't, I don't have to... You don't need a, a penis in there. I'm sorry. Or <laughs> like a vagina. Right or, in your jaw. Well, and I don't even. Just like pushing a penis into the. And it's like into the totally bones missing. Bones of the, your jaw. The mouth is just, just slamming. Digging into the just, side of your. And the point of it. Yeah. I oh. don't even see how it could really get a good massage no, there. No, because it's just squish. It's just. Yeah. Bleh. Unless it's hard, in which case it's distracting. Because oh, you're like, why is. Yeah, why, why are you putting that on my thing. face? And I think to my. Hmm. To your point. Shout out to penises. You're okay. Hey, guys. Don't mean to make fun of you so much. It's just terrible at massage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know that penises are good for TMJ in any school. Like, no. there's no... They are sometimes probably the cause of TMJ. Oh, God, too much of that. Um, But I do think also the chocolate-covered almonds may have mm-hmm. attributed to mm-hmm. this. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate-covered almonds and cough. <laughs> Bad for TMJ. You got it here first. Yeah. Tips. Two girls in a closet. Tips from the closet. Don't put the tip in the closet. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So I think, I think when I when I when I I'm like all my friends could do these things for me, and I want to do them for for them, and I don't have the complication of all this relationship. Now the idea is, I think the ultimate goal is that you have such a good relationship with your partner because they're so um, conscious and and you're so conscious and you're work you're seekers together. You're mm-hmm. both seeking and you're both doing all this work that it's fun. That it's fun to have dinner with them and talk about that stuff. I can do it with you, or yeah. it's, or it's fun to to have a massage and and say what what the heck was William Blake on about. <laughs> but but the thing is, we can just do it with each other. Like, yeah, yeah. And I don't mean do it because I'm going to go No, that's the sound of sex in my head. So that's the right s- there. There's a problem. The sound of sex. Ding dong. And the sound of sex in my head is like, quickly make it be over. <laughs> we'll get there one day, maybe or not. Doesn't matter. But don't you love it when people go? Oh, you're gonna like it. You're you. Oh, you. You just don't know. You're gonna want it. I always find it so okay that for another time. But I always find it so strange when people talk about, oh yeah, we're gonna have sex tonight. Oh, it's gonna be so great. Let's get ready. And there's all this thing. I'm like, you don't need all that ready stuff. Just just do it. Put, and why are you excited? Why is anyone excited? There's a, probably a really good show on TV. Put the okal in the dokal and then get back. Get to, back get, to business. Get like, back to whatever you were doing. Right? We're down on sex. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you're looking for a chat about how to heat uh, heating up your bedroom, don't listen don't to listen this. Don't listen to this podcast. It's it's I want to pull a card today <laughs> for um, that f- just thoughts for when that feeling comes up, when you feel like you're not enough or you're happy, but you're getting that twinge of like, oh, I'm feeling some dissociative behavior coming on. You are, you have that little voice in the back of your head, which is actually society mm-hmm. telling you you're not how to believe yourself okay so we're pulling from the kim Cran's uh, animal spirit 
And this is not an animal. It's a golden egg. This is the, I love this card. This is the unstruck sound. And it's such a good card. Okay. This is the message at the center of the heart, the unstruck sound. Engaging with the energy of the golden egg is an advanced practice. It requires becoming intimate with our very essence and comfortable with vulnerability. <laughs> when wow. a feeling of tenderness or gratitude arises from deep within you, know that you are well on your way. Your chest may swell like you are seeing an old friend that's been away for a <laughs> long, long wow. time. Wow. <laughs> Listen to the message they've been waiting to tell you. So to me, that just so perfectly sums up what we have been talking about. The answer is not out there. It's in here. Mm -hmm. And that feeling of looking for something, seeking, mm -hmm. I think we mistakenly go out to find that feeling mm -hmm. when what we should be doing is going in to find that feeling mm -hmm. deeper, 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 deeper. Yeah. And if you want to know who to believe, I think we all know the person to believe is yourself, but we just, we need to keep hearing it. We need to keep hearing it. And, and if you want the truth, ask yourself, get quiet mm -hmm. and ask yourself. Yeah. Wow. That was, uh, that was the perfect card. That was a perfect card for me. I feel like it really yeah. reaffirmed what I've been feeling, what I've sort of sensed, and it, it's a reminder to mm -hmm. stop looking outward yeah. and to keep stop, going in stop, for the journey. Stop comparing yeah. and go inside. Yeah, the unstruck sound. Yeah. That's the golden egg. Well. Do you want to try to sing that heart song with me now? I don't know it. Uh, it's Alone by Heart. Okay. How do I get you alone? Well, that doesn't really help. How do I get you alone? Yeah, but that's like, is is she talking to alone. herself? Is she, is she talking to herself? I don't know. I mean, it sounds to me like she's codependent and she needs to be like, she never really cared until she met you. Yeah. So like, it sounds like she was she was fine, and then you came along and created a problem. Oh, fuck, it's true. So leave her alone. Well, that kind of reminds me That's of... what the song should be. Leave me alone. How about this one? Okay. I'm romancing my bone. Never leaving the poor thing alone. Every night and every day. Trigger warning. The people that you are hearing have no actual abilities to offer therapy or read tarot cards. We're just a couple of gals in a closet. 